0: our fourth year doing this together. Uh, Back in 2015, I taught Passover from the perspective of Jesus as our bridegroom and us as the bride of Christ, which is where we first started the study the study your spouse kind of concept. The next year, 2016, I taught how Passover is literally an invitation from Jesus to meet with us and eat together to celebrate him and enjoy each other. Last year, we looked at how God wars against our enemies like he did against Pharaoh. Uh, this year, since the number eight, the, the Jewish word het, has to do with walls and boundaries, I'm going to show you how God established Passover to tear down walls, erect walls, and make doors for us. All right. Oh. So every year, as you could probably tell from that, is different. So every Passover is different. We're going to spend two mornings looking at this, today and tomorrow. I'll break down the big timeless picture today. I just want you to, today, that's the whole point, is to show you the big picture to go, wait, this is about me? What? Mm-hmm. So, Because you probably really have no idea about that. So tomorrow we'll have the basic Passover Seder. It's a little more built for <laughs> Gentiles. So we're going to stream it on Facebook Live so you can take part two. For the Jews, by saying it's a little more Gentile, for the Jews, Passover or Pesach means retelling the story of moses their exodus from egypt while having a long fun meal with lots of special food items except gefilte fish which (laughs) since most of you listening are gentiles i'm going to redo the normal passover seder to put the focus not just on egypt with the israelites but on what god has done for all mankind that's all of us from eden to Egypt, from Jesus on the cross to the modern-day church. And we'll track all the way to the wedding supper of the Lamb in heaven. All of that has to do with Passover. We're going to celebrate the timeless Passover tomorrow. We'll get great foods and tell lots of stories, and I hope it'll work on Facebook Live. We're just going to hope for the best that we can translate into breakfast, first aid, or first ever, and on Facebook Live. Okay, as Christians, why should we care about Passover? Second Timothy 3. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and so six things profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete thoroughly equipped for every good work mm-hmm. I want all of those mm-hmm. by golly yep. are you complete and thoroughly <laughs> equipped for every good work mm is it possible that it's because you're missing the doctrine reproof correction instruction and righteousness that the israelites neglected to their peril that's a big yes is the correct answer to that one as christians we think of jesus becoming flesh dying for our sins rising again 2000 years ago but when god put on flesh jesus this is 2000 years ago jesus was referred to as the passover lamb in john uh john one john the baptist said of jesus behold The Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. 1 Corinthians 5, Paul refers to him like this. For Christ, our Passover lamb has been sacrificed. All right, they were both calling Jesus the Passover lamb 1,500 years after the Passover lamb was slain in Egypt. But the story is still much bigger than that. Passover story is literally timeless. Jesus is the beginning and the end. He was redeeming us long before the cross. Even though he walked the earth 2,000 years ago, he never stops being a lamb. In fact, Jesus loves to reveal himself to us so that we can encounter him in a new way and come to know him even better than we already do. In the Old Testament period, there are three recorded appearances when God assumed a temporary physical form. Three times he appeared as a man, once in a burning bush that was not consumed. Four times as the angel of the Lord. They were all Jesus before he came in the flesh. He appeared to Hagar to spare Ishmael. He appeared to Abraham at Mamre right before Sodom and Gomorrah. He appeared to Abraham on Mount Moriah uh, dealing with Isaac. He appeared to Jacob, wrestled with him. He appeared to Moses in the burning bush. He appeared to Gideon as the angel of the Lord. He appeared to Samson's parents. And lastly, he was in the fiery furnace. That's eight different encounters and revelations of Jesus in the Old Testament. Every one of them encountered him in some way and received a revelation of who he was based on that encounter. All right, we didn't really have those. We can read about them, but we didn't have those. All right, coming up, we're going to look at the New Testament period. Not just uh, what, what we know of him, but how he revealed himself all the way from what we would call Matthew to Revelation. And we're digging in to the Passover.